Welcome to the Nino's Corner Podcast. This is beautiful. What is that, Velvet? Hosted by Nick, Nino's Corner Battle. Damn right. What's up, peeps? Nick Battle, a.k.a. Nino's Corner, man. Today, very, very, very uh, special topic today. Well, you know, first off, guys, you like and love what you hear. Like and subscribe. Give me a five-star review, five-star comment. Um, it helps a lot on all the sites. Helps me get my sponsorships and all that good stuff. So Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, all of them, Anchor. Go ahead and give me that nice comment, and I greatly appreciate it. But today, we are going to talk about... Uh, your right to vote. And a lot of um, a lot of guys who are celebrities are coming out and basically saying that they're going to hold their vote and they're going to hold their vote hostage um, and not vote for anybody if they don't have an agenda that fits what they want. And I have some problems with this. Um, you know, being a black male and just a black person in general, you know, the Voting Rights Act didn't come out until August 6th of uh, 1965. So let's just take this back, guys. 1965, guys. That is not that long ago. 65 is 55 years ago. 1965, 55 years ago is when the Voting Rights Act, you know, happened, you know. Um, And it's kind of near and dear to me because my great grandmother didn't get her chance to vote until she was 55 years old in 1967. You see, what people don't realize is, is that even though the Voting Rights Act of 1965 was passed, doesn't mean that people were automatically allowed to register to vote and automatically all the kinks throughout the system, you could vote. There had to be five different provisions to allow uh, uh, people to get those loopholes out of the way so that Blacks could officially really go register and vote. So it took my grandmother almost another two years to go and get her voter registration card. So the Voting Rights Act passed August 6th, 1965. My great grandmother didn't get her voter registration after trying for nearly two years and continually being denied. She did not get her voter registration card and able to officially vote as a black woman in the United States until she was 55 years old, Juneteenth. 1967. So almost two years, guys, almost two years. It took her, even after the law was passed, uh, to actually be able to get her voter registration card. So when I talk about voting, um, it's it's very near and dear to me because the people who are coming out and saying that they're going to hold their vote hostage are the ones who, let's just be honest, um, it's not going to affect them. You know, you got Puffy coming out and saying he's going to hold his vote hostage. He's almost a billionaire. Doesn't matter what president's in office. He's never going to have a missed meal cramp in his life. You know, again, it is what it is. Ice Cube saying he's going to hold his vote hostage. And now these are people that I love. You guys know I'm a hip hop person. Ice Cube is one of my favorite artists of all time. It's not even a question. I love him to death when it comes to his skill. But to hold your right to vote, man, when you had people just this year, we had John Lewis died this year, guys. And if you know anything about John Lewis, he almost died in Selma on that bridge fighting for blacks to have the right to vote. You know, Martin Luther King marched on that bridge to fight to have blacks the right to vote. And there were many others that were either harmed, uh, severely injured, dead because they fought and they marched for you to have the right to vote and for you to hold your vote hostage is just ludicrous because you're basically 
saying that everything that the people in the past have done for us is for not, you know, you don't care. Um, not voting is what, um, yeah, not voting is what gets you in situations that you don't want. No matter what side of the fence you you feel you're on, whether you're a Democrat or a Republican, you need to get out there and vote. It's your God-given right. You know, we love to say it's our right to bear arms. We should have pistols and guns and yada, yada, yada. Don't take my guns away from me, but don't take the vote away from yourself. You know, police yourself when it comes to voting. Vote. Uh, but, you know, what's funny is the same people who said that they're not going to vote, please, please, if the election does not go the way that you want, if you don't care how the election goes, um, if somebody is in office that you don't feel should be in office or somebody that gets voted in office that you don't like, then you don't have a right to voice your opinion. <laughs> you just don't. You didn't exercise your right to vote, you know. And the majority of people who are holding their rights to vote uh, hostage are the same ones who probably don't vote local. They don't vote uh, when it comes for the senators. Uh, they don't vote for the you know for the House or Senate. They don't. If they don't vote locally, they don't. They don't vote for their state elections. They don't vote locally for the district elections. You know, uh, when it comes to superintendents, they probably don't vote for that either. Um, but don't have the nerve to say that you are holding your hostage. Uh, for the presidential vote. And I guarantee you don't vote locally either. Nine times out of 10, that's what happens. You know, um, to not vote is laziness. Um, it, it just is, it's, especially as a black man, you have the amount of work that has been put in behind the scenes for me to be able to vote, uh, for my kid to be able to vote, for my wife and my grandkids eventually to be able to vote. You know, people who literally have gotten their head smashed in um, people who have literally gotten killed, um, people who have literally uh, uh, sustained life-changing injuries uh, to march across the bridge and, and just for the simple right for you to vote. Uh, it's, you're doing them a disgrace and saying that everything that they've done for you to have that right is for not. So I urge anybody who's saying that they're going to hold their vote hostage. If you're going to hold your vote hostage, if the election doesn't go the way that you think it should go, if the election doesn't go the way that you want it to go, but you didn't vote, you should have no say. You have no, you don't need to voice your opinion on it because you absolutely missed the boat uh, when it came for you to voice your opinion as a, as an American to vote. Um, so just think about the people who have died in the civil rights movement uh, fighting for rights like this. Yeah, you know, let's go with, of course, MLK. Um, you know, look at Marcus Garvey. I mean, you know, the list can go on and on, guys. We have plenty of people who have uh, given their lives, uh, plenty of people that you can't even name because they weren't to that ilk. They weren't that famous, but they were very important parts of the movement. You know, I didn't know how important John Lewis was to the movement. Well, I always knew it was very important. You know, of course, with John Lewis, everything he's done in, in, in the government and politics, and he's always fought for the rights of everybody, not just Black America, but everybody. He's fought, and he is, his agenda has been to help everybody be better citizens, better people when it comes to this country. But I watched his documentary, and I saw him everywhere MLK was, John Lewis was. And you just don't really realize how important, I mean, at that young of an age, how important he was. And I know I'm kind of going off tangent, but John Lewis was an amazing man. And um, 
you know, it's, it, it, it hates, it, it sucks to lose somebody that is, that is, uh, was that great to this country. Um, but, uh, you know, you just didn't understand the breadth of how large he was. He stood next to MLK pretty much his whole first part of his career. I mean, MLK, everywhere he was, there was John Lewis, you know, and, you know, MLK said, he's that boy from Troy, you know? So, man, um, to say that you're not going to vote, to say that you're holding your vote hostage because uh, neither one of the candidates are voicing something that that you think is applicable to your life is not only doing yourself a disservice, it's doing the people who are around you who might be the ones that are going to get affected by whatever policies get put in place is doing them a disservice. You know, the guys who are coming out and saying that they are not going to vote and they're going to hold their, well, they didn't say that, that they're not going to vote. They're holding their vote hostage until um, uh, uh, either one of these candidates say what they're going to do for the black community. You know, that's what Puffy and Ice Cube were saying. But guess what? It's not affecting you. When you don't vote, it doesn't affect you. You're multimillionaire. What it's affecting is the people who were in the positions that you were 40 years ago when you were struggling, you know, uh, when you had to miss meal cramps. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when when you were struggling to get the lights on or, you know, when your parents struggled to put food on the table, you know, it's, it's, it's affecting that version of you, the version of you 40 years ago, not the version of you right now. And sometimes I feel like we get successful and we lose track of reality. We lose track that, um, you know, we're very successful and we're doing things that people can only dream of doing. And you kind of lose touch that just 20, 30 years ago, you know, I was a snotty nose kid walking the streets down the street, Port Louisiana. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, you lose touch of that. And that's why I never lose touch. You know, when I go home, I go home. I don't stay in the hotel. I stay in the house my grandmother had. You know, she's passed away and she's gone. But I still stay in the house. Like, we we, we still own the house. When I go home, I make sure I stay there. I make sure my, my son knows this is where dad came from. You know, because he, he needs to understand that everything ain't, ain't, it ain't glitz and glamour. You know, I, I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth. Um, and, and he kind of is because you put the, you put your kids in the better light, but you got to know, let them know where they come from. But on that note, guys, we're going to go to a small commercial break and we'll be right back. All right, guys. And we're back, man. So just to piggyback on the first part of the uh, episode where we're talking about holding your right to vote hostage. All right. So, um, you know, the guys who are saying that, like I said before, these are, are guys who are multimillionaires. And a lot of people understand that, you know, these guys who are these multimillionaires, they have a lot of clout. There are a lot of people who, who are going to follow what they say just because of who they are and they're successful. And if they're successful, then they're not doing this. And by God, I'm going to do the same thing. And we've seen it happen like that. That, you know, some people are just vulnerable. Some people are gullible. Some people are not going to have a clear mind and do what they want. They're going to do something that their favorite star or something that somebody that they look up to is doing um, because they are looking for direction. And so, you know, we got to understand, man, that whoever is in office, you know, that comes up in November, whether it be the current administration or whether it be Joe Biden and team, you got to understand that whoever is in office can have a, the possibility to help out a lot of people, you know, and 
we're in the, a dire situation right now with COVID-19. And so whatever happens in the next four years after this election, this, this could potentially reshape America for the next 20 years. I mean, we're already looking at the, we have a pandemic. We don't have a, any kind of vaccine, um, kids, uh, jobs, everything is being teleworked and teleschooled and virtual, you know, so everything's virtual in nature. So we have to understand that things are going to change whether you like it or not, but things are going to change. This is a very important election to 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 kind of piggyback in and and, and to kind of di- di- just just dig a little bit deeper in into all this. Is that this election is going to shape America for the next twenty years? It just is because we got to figure out more ways to do things. We got to figure out how to do more with less right now, and that's what America's doing right now. We are finally realizing that we don't have to be in cubicles all day to work. You know, it took us however many years to figure out we do not have to be in cubicles to be efficient. Um, this this could save America tons of money, even when a vaccine eventually comes out. Um, I don't like the fact that on the education side of the house, I would love for my kid to have more interaction um, with teachers, you know, like, you know, one on one interaction with you know with other students. But, hey, man, if it's virtual, it's virtual. It is what it is because we don't have a vaccine. But this election is going to shape America for the next 20 years. Um, and if you don't like the way that, is, that it happens 15 years from now and you didn't vote, don't complain. Don't complain. This election could shape a lot of, for the black community and the fact that, you know, I have friends that are locked up. You know, this could be an opportunity where more pardons could come for some of my friends that, you know, were either wrongfully accused or had sentences that were way heavier than the punishment that they had. You know, this election could... Uh, could grant more appeals who whoever wins this election. I mean, it, you just never know, but you got to dig down into those details and see who fits your bill, who fits what you want the most. Nobody's going to be perfect, guys. Nobody's going to be perfect, but you have to deal with somebody has to run the country. Somebody has to lead the country, but you're not going to be perfect. If you're looking for a perfect leader, you're going to always be looking. It's like looking for a perfect spouse. You know, hey, we all got great spouses, great wives. You got a husband, a spouse, whatever. They're great, but they're not perfect, and neither are you. That's why you're together because you kind of, you're kind of woven together. And when you're not perfect at, that person kind of lifts up your back and makes sure that you are well taken care of. And it's the same thing we have to do with these presidents. Where our president, where we might think he has a vulnerability or is not perfect, that's where America has to come as a glue and back him up, or we vote. We vote. Don't hold your vote hostage. You vote local elections. You vote for your the, the House and the Senate to assure that they are the ones who carry your vision and who can help wove together themselves, meaning the House and the Senate with the president, to assure that things get done the way that you want them to get done. So just think about that for a minute, guys. Don't hold your vote hostage, man. Please don't. Just do you. Do you, man? You know, guys, know what that means, man. Don't be afraid to fail. Outgrow your environment. Understand your brilliance, man. Do you, man? Great conversation. I love you guys. You guys are amazing. You do amazing things, man. Uh, understand your brilliance is is, is is that key point. Everybody's great at something. Figure out what you're great at, man, and invest in it. Invest in yourself, man. This is a time to do it. There are people looking. There are people listening. When you think somebody's not listening, they're listening. So do you, man. Love you guys, man. Nino's Corner, I'm out. I just hit myself in the eye. (laughs) Nino's Corner, I'm out, man. Love you guys, man. Do you.